listening to the Lance J Radio Network. had the Gcast out. We're at the Omni Hotel and she gave this great speech about halt, about the factors that impact somebody's overall health and and I'm at this women's leadership summit for for Rise and broadcasting on behalf of all of my sponsors in Urban One and wanted to get Anna back on the show. She has been one of the moderators and MCs and really one of the leaders of this conference and I love what you're bringing together. This is one of the most important conferences to be. It's not a big conference. It's not, you don't have 1,500 people here. They're not a thousand vendors here, which is kind of good, right? It's good to be able to just walk through and not be solicited for 20 different things at, at one time. But, um, but there is so much energy in the room and people that are really interested in women's empowerment and discussing things that are pertinent to women who lead healthcare industry, which Healthcare is 70% women. So we've been broadcasting all day the last couple of days at, at this particular conference. We're in Asheville, North Carolina. It's, it's great to have Anna with us to spend a segment or maybe two segments with us and, and talk about the great things that we've discussed at this convention and, and what's going on in the industry. Anna has a lot of inside information. Um, she might have some announcements and you just never know what she's gonna discuss when she's on air. So I wanted to say hello. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. It was so much fun last time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We get to do you. a reprisal. That's right, a reprisal. So, so tell us about the conference. Tell us about some of the, the keynotes, the, the agenda. I think our listeners, since the last time you were on the show, so we picked up several new affiliates, uh, our biggest affiliate being uh, 880 Kixi, K-I-X-I, out in Seattle. That's a 50,000-watt blowtorch. So basically, they can hear that all the way from Vancouver to Portland. And you have a huge um, audience there. Uh, we're in the process of, of securing an affiliate in Atlanta and really discussing long-term partnerships with Urban One Radio Networks, which I'm really, um, really psyched about and just excited about the opportunity. So we're growing, you're growing. I know that you're the principal of Category 5 Strategies, um, which is a consulting firm that, that's really deep into SDOH, deep into risk adjustment, star ratings, caps, health outcome survey, value-based care, analytics, all of that stuff, but um, tell us about the conference and, and some of the great people that are at this conference participating. Well, don't forget, leading product at Porter. There you go. We talked about Leading product at Porter. So, yeah, this My man, John Criswell. Shout out to John Criswell. Shout out is my Is one of my, my good friends and someone that I've known uh, back in the Pulse 8 days and uh, spent so much time either arguing with John about product when I was working in Highmark or, or when I was at, uh, in, at Blue of Arizona, John would come out to my office and he would sit and chat with me, we'd go out to lunch. So John is, a, John is a really, really good guy. I have a lot of respect and appreciation for John. John and the entire Porter team are doing some really, really amazing and forward-looking things yeah, in healthcare definitely. today. So definitely. I'm really proud of, of uh, what we're doing there. So I'll tell you a little bit about the conference. All right. Um, like you said, not a huge conference, but it's the biggest women's conference right. that we've had. Right. So there's a hundred badasses. I love it. Here. I love it. 
um, it, and it really started yesterday with the pre-conference workshop where uh, we did a Brene Brown uh, topic. All right. Um, so uh, Mandy Khalil did this amazing, she is, um, she, she works in crisis management for the police department. Okay. And she told us all about, you know, her career and her skills and a lot of her personal, her personal stories. But what was really impactful was she talked about how we show up in the arena and how as women, you know, yeah. we're so used to getting permission slips when oh, we're yeah, little, right? right? Like permission right. slips to go in the hall, permission right. slips to go in this, so, you know. Well, it's, the whole, it's the whole passive tense of, of discussion and, and the way you carry yourself in meetings and all of those things. And I and like you said, I love here, you don't see a spirit of that <laughs> at all here. It's, it's everybody here. I was telling uh, Janelle King, who was my co-host, and she drove up from Atlanta to, to do some. She had never been exposed to a RISE conference. And everyone here, there's just the, it's the confidence, it's the dominance, it's the queen of the boardroom, it's all of those things. And, and that's so important and it's such a great message because like you said, you don't always see that. You, you don't always see, and you don't always have leaders like yourself that, that are in the C-suite that encourage that type of behavior. It's not always encouraged. Well, what's great is that we have uh, this really broad range of women. So there were some women that I met here even today right. that said, I'm here because I've been approached about a leadership role in my organization. Interesting. And I want to get the confidence to know that I can do it. And I, I came here right. to do that. And then you have these women that have been in the arena um, for, for the entire time. And um, somebody told me yesterday, you know, I actually, Shana Decker told me yesterday, right. I think about it as a, as a ladder where um, there are women that I'm reaching my uh, hands up to. Right, right, right. And then there are- and Someone's reaching up for you. Right, right. and there are uh, women that are that I'm reaching down to, to. As opposed to stepping on somebody to get to the next rung of the ladder. Because well, we, see, we see a lot of that in healthcare as well. Well, and that's in other true. Businesses as that's well. true, and some of the things we talk about is that there's more than one seat at the table. Right. Right, and right. that we as women have to support each other and bring each other nice. up and, uh, and help each other. Um, and, and, and to be conscious of all of the different challenges that women have um, in coming to work and showing right. up, you know, how do we show up to work every day? So that was part, that was yesterday. Okay. Is, um, you know, giving your, writing yourself permission slips to operate within the like bandwidth that. that you have that day. Okay. And how do you show up and be the best you can within that bandwidth? So that was yesterday. Uh, this morning we started out with a whole values conversation. Mm -hmm. How do we find out, you know, how do we clarify our own values? And then how do we uh, step into those values? How do we live those values, bring them to work, bring them home? How do we show up in all of our different selves, right? We're, we're many selves, right? We are people that are, that are showing up as a leader at work. We're, we're sisters, uh, we're family members, we're moms, we're wives. All of those things, how do we show up in our various parts of our lives mm -hmm. and we live those values? So there was a lot of values uh, clarification. It's great, no, that's, great, great, great. That's, that's pretty awesome. What is it like, and I try not to get real personal, but you can at least speak from experience of those that you've mentored and people that reach out to you for support. What is it like balancing being an executive, being a um, critical thinker, being a... Um, a person in the industry that's a mover and a shaker or someone that's a trendsetter and then balancing that with family obligations because family to me is the most important thing 
that all of us have. I mean, we're all blessed um, to have whatever family we get. And traditional roles, it's different for women than it is for men. Uh, women are still expected traditionally, even if you are a CEO, even if you are someone that's an SVP, uh, you run a huge P&L that's a multi-billion dollars. Traditional roles, at least in Western culture, still say that women have traditional roles in the household, regardless of, of what they're doing. What have you heard in, in just mentoring people, not your own personal experience, but what have you seen in mentoring others, um, how people balance that? Well, I'll talk a little bit about what I've heard here at the conference in mm -hmm. the last couple of days, right? So there, it's a lot about um, how do I find the balance? Um, so we were talking about, oh, permission slips, you know, I'm going to give you a permission slip to myself, a permission slip to, you know, rely on my husband to do these things and I, mm -hmm. I won't do them that day. Mm -hmm. Somebody raised their hand and said, you know, I'm really worried about that. I'd like to do that. But also one of the things that I'd like to do is be more like my mom. And my mom would have never let my dad lift a finger, right? And I'm trying to balance that I'm going to be like And my everyone mom. has their perspective of what the household should be. Right, right. right. And so it, we, we talked a lot with each other around finding that balance. Um, my personal thing today, somebody asked, one of the speakers asked, think about what you're afraid of. What are your mm. fears? Mm. And so my fear was, I'm doing so many things. I'm afraid I'm going to drop a ball mm. and it's going to be um, an important one. And so he actually looked around the room and he said, all right, any of you who have ever dropped a ball, raise your hand right in every single everybody hand. everybody and it's so funny i'm so i'm in a i'm in a group of leaders and we talk about dropping balls all the time and they're they're plastic balls like the basketball the football the beach ball you can drop that but they're glass balls yes, that yes. you can't drop that so you can drop the plastic balls are hey you might screw up you might get fired from your job or, or you might be in a situation where you have to cut out some of your own personal activities you know you can't can't play third base on a softball team you know you mess up your you tear your meniscus something like that but there are different balls you can't drop the health ball you can't drop the ball with your children you can't drop the ball with your spouse partner you can't drop those balls because those are glass balls and when they break they're much more difficult to fix so that's you are so right i think that was a big part of the conversation okay. and a big aha moment for a lot of people is that not all balls are glass balls right not all of them right 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 and so some of them are going to bounce it's not the end of the world some are rubber balls right, right? some it doesn't matter right. if we drop that you know get right. another ball but there are some which so it's important to determine which are your glass your, balls? You're a, um, a risk adjust. I always love talking to risk adjustment heat as people because I've had people literally hyperventilate in my office because they messed up uh, uh, a January sweep submission. And I'm like, you've had a phenomenal year. You've done a great job. You messed up one submission. We missed a couple of hundred thousand dollars on a portfolio that's a nine figure portfolio. I'm not going to fire you over a 2%, 1% error rate. Go home, get some sleep. That's a that's a rubber ball. That's not a that's not a glass ball. I think the glass ball would be you having a heart attack and being out for the next six months because you're just stressing yourself. Your hair is falling out. You're not getting sleep. And I think that that's that's such an important message, not just for women, uh, women's empowerment, Everybody. but just corporate America across the board. I mean, it's just uh, some of those balls are going to balance. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. We we all make mistakes. Yeah, None not everything is a glass. Even Anna Hanshaw is not perfect. Perfect. <laughs>
Um, darn near close, but not not perfect. So, uh, what are some of the other things that are, are being discussed here? We talked about passion. So right. we talked about um, taking challenges, flipping them on their head, and mm. turning them into what's your passion and how do you bring that for yourself mm. and for your teammates at work. Live from the Paragon Seven Studios, you are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon Seven, Seven Studios. are a business owner in the DMV and looking to expand your consumer base, Ward 8 is now accepting applications for an amazing retail project. Incubate the 8 will feature 10,000 square feet of retail space adjacent to the Congress Heights Metro Station and located next to several key entertainment venues in Washington, D.C. To apply, go to www.stelizabetheast.com and peruse the many development initiatives taking place in the Congress Heights neighborhood. James Lewis. I seen iced tea and cocoa, man. I love iced tea. I've been looking at iced tea since six in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big fan of iced tea. I seen him in the airport with his girl. He's like, Mike, we need to do a movie together. I said, all right. But in my mind, I said, man, they only give you two lines on Law and Order. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. He linked over a dead body the other night and said, yep, that's him. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.